I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind, and the business got me stressed in the rent room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know, the street nerds got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. You're pinning words are like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Rant Room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest. You guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. We keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, everybody? Wakanda forever. Okay. Yeah. Yes. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like craft, that. Craft, craft, craft. You hear her voice. Lisa Bolakaja is in the house. Hello. The original El yes. Boogie. Yes. <laughs> shout out shout out to Mary J. Blige. Mm-hmm. The black gidget of Mission Beach. Yes. Out ex- there with the great whites and shit. Yes. And at the time that I was hanging out there too, and especially the later when I went back and started doing more boogie board and stuff when I was listening to Mary J. <laughs> my life ain't nothing like listening to my life and the sunshine, her version of it, sitting on a board, sunlight hitting your back. You see the are reflection you, are, of are something black the under the water, <laughs> and you're like that better be a dolphin. Because oh. <laughs> I, for, I forgot to check the forecast Mm-mm. and ask them, are the sharks out this morning or late? Uh, what we they doing? know? <clears throat> Bitch, yes. They How do they know? Because they'll, they'll go out there and you'll see a pool and somebody usually will tell somebody, hey, such as, you know, we have blah, blah, blah. And they'll have like water warnings and stuff like that. And sometimes I miss the memo. Because <laughs> we didn't have social media back in the day. And literally you'd be sitting there floating and you'd see that shadow, something go by or something uh, splash. And you'd be like, like oh, no. Shit. But no. But the key, your children. You still stay. Here's the children. This when is what you, you do. The you wear on. something colorful. You try not to wear dark clothing because when a shark looks up underneath and sees you, he sees dark clothing as a seal, and that's when they come for you. But if you wear nice, bright, colorful colors, well, they think you're a big ass fish or some shit. But I'm black. <laughs> 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 your, your surfboard at the bottom should need to look like you a know that's shark. My, you don't know that's my superpower? <laughs> but I'm black. That don't mm-hmm. happen. My surfboard would be looking like a great white shark. <laughs> my, surfer, my surfboard used to be a big old banana yellow. So I would want to know how many black people who actually go into the water have been shark attacked. I can look it up. <laughs> I'm going to say never. You know why? Because we're black. <laughs> they can smell that cocoa butter, bitch. Name, <laughs> name, one black person in, name one black person in movie Jaws who died. <laughs> None. So that, is, so that is now canon, and it doesn't happen in real life. I remember you were talking about this movie about, you know, black. Oh, damn. <laughs> About black people getting killed off in movies. Uh, no, I shouldn't say that because there are black surfers in, in South Africa and like Africans. Who, but I'm talking but I'm about seri- but I'm la- curious, black but, Americans. But, but, like, I want to know in, Mich- in Mission black Beach. Black people being killed in, in surfing on Ocean View Boulevard in San Diego. <laughs> um, no, because you know what I, you were talking about this earlier about about blacks about blacks getting killed in, in first time in the movies. Like that. I, I was remembered in Alien. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Yafet Koda lasted to the very end. Right. That was a beautiful moment. Right. Was, I was like, that's actually surprising. In my mind, he made it. Even we the girl we got killed. Even the thing. Didn't he last a long time in the thing? What's his name? Keith David. Yeah, Keith he lost all the way. He, he, yeah. all he got got. Yeah, no, no I, I, sir, sir. <laughs> I spoke to him in February at right, the horror noir thing. And I spoke to him when I was like 20 years old. And he told me that Childs, which is his character, mm-hmm. Childs lived at the inn and lived a happy life <laughs> out in Atlanta, suburbs, in Atlanta. living quite well. <laughs> And uh, the other dude got killed. <laughs> <laughs> I got look. He turned. I got bitch. He it. Turned. I got. You can ask. Kurt Russell. Keith David himself. Yeah. Yes. Kurt Russell's character died. He turned. And uh, and Keith David's character is living died. in Atlanta right now. And when I write the part two to the thing, you are gonna see he's living happily. <laughs> you got to come back and save his <laughs> ain't he? He ain't coming back. He ain't coming back. <laughs> Y'all crazy. So we got Lisa Lisa Colt Jam in the house. Chris mm-hmm. Derrick, what to do? I'm just working, doing crazy stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. I said something interesting. I was that was uh, this week. I was uh, rereading The Martian screenplay. Okay, fantastic yeah, screenplay. I, I mean, really fucking good. Beautiful gowns. Um, <laughs> but what's interesting is that. So I was watching the movie the other night. I, was, I read the script. I was going to watch. I've seen it. I love this movie. I remember mm-hmm. loving it when we watched it. It's got a great tone. I know. Tone. I love it, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's in, it's on the page like that. Mm-hmm. Like that little like, I'm a little psychotic because if I don't, I'm gonna go crazy because I'm the last. I'm the only man on the thing. Yeah. It's great, but there's an interesting moment in the movie where they in the beginning they have to take off. They have to leave the planet because of the Mars because the snow the storm is coming and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And they've left Mark Watney on the planet. They think he's dead. And I just and it's 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 really really well written that scene. You feel this kind of emotional energy in everyone, but in the movie, there's this interesting shot where they're panning across like all their faces, where they're like, "Oh shit, I got every guy here." Mm-hmm. And it cuts to, and it cuts to, to Jessica Chastain, and she looks over, and the camera kind of follows over, it cuts over, and she she's looking at Mark Watney's chair, and it's empty. Mm. And I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh, that's not in the script." It's not in the script. No, no, not one moment. But you could put that in the script. You could yeah, you write could have, that. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm always interested about like you know like how do you write lines that you know are going to be shots? Mm. You know, and that and that was and that was an interesting kind of shot right. that could have been written. I do it all the time. Mm. Yeah, I just, yeah, it's, I just yeah. It's, 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 it's interesting to see a script mm-hmm. that you know. But so, I mean, because like I seen the movie three times before. I read, yeah. The first time I read the script, it was still in my head. I love that soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I listen to that soundtrack all the time. But then I watched the movie again. It's like, oh yeah, there's that little moment that could have mm-hmm. just could have added that one thing because she feels the like she feels the worst pain that she's left him behind throughout the rest of the movie mm-hmm. it's an interesting moment that, that they set that up like visually but there. that's interesting you say that because to me that's why the director is so important sometimes and sometimes <clears throat> well, I was just talking to somebody about this the other day sometimes what you write on the page isn't what like I'm, I'm probably gonna work on this produce this project for this um, new movie coming up and literally we were going over the script and I was telling her I said this is really good I said the cool thing here is even though I think you could do this with this moment, I know that you're going to be directing it. So it tells me you don't have to put it on the page. If I was writing this to sell this to whatever, then I would know. But she knows in her head what she's going to do with that moment that's going to turn that up in a different way. 
like that moment yeah. there. Yeah. She knows when we get to that moment, we're going to do this pause where we stop on her and she looks off and then we see that there's an empty chair. You know what I mean? Whereas I didn't write that. Right. Mm -hmm. I just wrote that they're all at the table. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting about, you know, what does the director bring to storytelling? Mm -hmm. What you as a writer could add to, to, to <clears> a moment that isn't just like, that's like an emotional piece of the story mm -hmm. that sometimes I think are harder to figure out how to write that into a screenplay right. like, like, like you know you do it in the you know it's a it's a because it's not active it's a total passive moment you mm -hmm. know um, but it, it <laughs> means so much to the story I thought anyway interesting um, today we're talking about remakes right? yeah we're talking about remakes but before we do let's introduce oh yeah we got our people to talk about Kim Allsup in the house what's up girl Hey, y'all. One of our young riders in the hair, <laughs> chilling in with us. And then we got our girl, Stacy Hawkins, in the background, mm -hmm. over there on the beatbox. Okay. <laughs> on the, ones on the wheels of steels, the ones and twos. <laughs> Jasani Drew. Over we got there. our hype man over here in the back, Jasani. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, hold on, before we get into remakes, you were starting to say offline a little bit about. What was going on with you recently? What had happened, Kim? So I had went to this. Um, oh, did I close it? Okay. So I had went to this very, um, I guess, popular mm -hmm. kids network to pitch a project. And first off, they were saying that they have already been pitched and picked up by another well-known black writer, mm -hmm. comedian. And so it kind of like disheartening because it was, oh, so we can only have one black person right. that gets picked up at one time. Yeah, and exactly. then also that they said that they didn't have a place for it in the lineup because right now they're doing a whole bunch of remakes, reboots, mm -hmm. and they don't have a lot of original ideas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wait, when a network... <laughs> Tells you, we, we, they we want IP. We don't. We don't Everybody want original. Okay, and oh, then keep going. We'll yeah, and then how, and then the, and then they had they had one sister in the room. She was an executive. She really. I don't know how long she's been. I guess part of the black community. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> she wasn't really Ooh. like. We're gonna have a laying of hands, a prayer. <laughs> For Sister Pruitt, <laughs> who's new to the community. <laughs> she wasn't really on board, mm -hmm. and so she was pretty much siding with the white executives, like, oh, I don't really see how. Kim, she got a house payment. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> she has to pay her bills. And I, and I get that, but mm -hmm. I was like, why are you not, like, with it? And, like, her ideas were weird. Like, mm -hmm. she had been in, like, hanging out with the white crowd too long like she really didn't pick up mm -hmm. on like why having a black show that shows representation would be great right. so it was just like alright just sit back and just that's like the walking dead for real yo. yeah whatever <laughs> so fear the walking well, look, so we so, so currently we are still on the hunt okay. for um have you went somebody, to Netflix show? okay I haven't gone to Netflix. I'm still looking for somebody to speak to at Netflix. Mm -hmm. I know it's hard to get a meeting over there. Yeah. Now, you showed me this, the trailer. Do you guys yeah. have the whole episode? Well, um, well, right now we don't have the whole episode okay. because we don't have enough funds. Gotcha. So we are about to do a crowdfund okay. um, campaign. What is it? Uh, we don't have it set up yet, but it's going to be launched on July the 6th. Okay. 
Um, and it's a really what's the name of the show? Maybe so people listen because this won't drop for until that weekend. Oh, okay. So. so the name of the show is the Odd Life of Kyle Lyles. Um, and it's the life in, of Kyle Lyles. The odd, the odd life. The odd life of Kyle yeah, the Lyles. odd life of Kyle mm-hmm. Lyles. And it's my friend's concept, and it's based on her son that actually died Mm -hmm. and his name was Kyle and he was actually the same age as in the cartoon Mm -hmm. so he um, he develops um, he goes on a school field trip and he um, grabs up a ring and he gets powers by this ring so his thing is he just wants to help people which he wanted to do in regular life anyway Mm -hmm. he just is always about helping um, folks and so that is what um, we want to do, um, and it's a really dope concept, and I'm really, like, connected to it because mm-hmm. of the fact that she wants to do something for her son mm-hmm. and memorize them that way. Okay. So. Awesome. Okay. Let's so July 6th, just be on the lookout. We're going to put out a crowdfund campaign so we can I'll finish. I'll say it to both of you guys. Okay. Yeah, so we can finish the, because the clip is not finished. Mm-hmm. Um ran out of money um <laughs> so um and it was coming out of pocket so got my understand yeah animation is quite expensive yep so um talk yeah. to the koreans hey <laughs> you might have to outsource that and I know, get it done get fast turnaround out of the country what's interesting it's interesting about what you can do with animation executive you're talking about and sometimes you meet executives you know it's, it's like they the We've long, all been there. Yeah, but the, th- the thing is that the longer the longer in this business, you realize that you know people on that end of the table, <clears throat> they usually got the job because they went to a school. They went to some school. I bet I bet this woman went to some some East Coast school, some mm-hmm. Ivy League school, and she knew someone and she wanted to get in, or she worked at you know some some law firm in New York. Didn't want to transition. I mean, like that's how you get in, and it's like those. That's why a lot of times black executives, they have been immersed in the white culture for such a yeah. long time. And that's all they know. That's all so they, that's know. they, all they think, know. They think that's the only way, you know. It's because, I mean, for, I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, I, I, you know, I, mean, I met people, you know, you meet people in pr- private school from, from like elementary school up. Are not, are not around black people. Mm-hmm. If you're black and you, and you happen to have that kind of that kind of life, you're not around them a lot. And then if you went to Princeton afterwards, mm-hmm. and you know you, you just you're not around them. So when you see that idea, and and then you get into the to the to the business, and they start and you're sitting in those meetings, and they start telling you these information about these numbers and who's going to watch what and blah blah blah. Then you start to drink that Kool-Aid about what is available. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to someone say, I need to put this in that article, in that New York Times article, this is the last time. This guy was saying, he's a movie producer, and he was kind of like, you know, the problem that, that the Hollywood has is, is that they feel that the, the tastemakers from New York and L.A., who are the, the main gatekeepers, mm-hmm. they feel that they have the same taste as the person in Paris, the person in Johannesburg, the person in, in Tokyo, the person in, in Lagos. <laughs> that is their big ego. They don't. You don't. And, and money and power makes you think yeah, that. Yeah, but, sure. but the, the, and the thing is that <laughs> is making people feel so scared about, like the movie business is, is, is under such threat or something like that is, is that, and this is where their, their minds is, is, is warped. 
American product is now represents like 30% of your full take of money. Mm-hmm. So you really are fucking up if you're like, if you're only going to like focus on what the American audience is going to love. Because that, that means you're giving up on 70% of the money. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at it, in China, they're still building theaters. Like, 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 like a hundred. Daily. Yeah. They're still building them, which means that the, the, the people want to go to the theater. They're not right. stuck on watching on their iPhone. Right. Now, um, America, the teens might be here because they have anxiety problems. That's what, you know. But the, the culture here is, the, too, the, yeah, you know, is different. It's different. Mm-hmm. Right. But you find those movies, like I was saying before, I saw that movie Shadow that month and a half ago it was this, this Chinese language film it's the best movie I've seen all year mm-hmm. so awesome you know just like the story was something that we all could understand but it was just like told through that lens of like 13th century China that is like oh shit I love it but um, something original say, something original yeah, yeah something, something original, original. Yeah. what I was just what, say what that is that sir you have to <laughs> you have to realize this Kim I mean we've all been in the pitch different projects before and we all know people who've done them who have sold things, right? Yes. Every one of them went to places they thought were perfect. There wasn't. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm making this project for HBO. You get to HBO and they're like, oh, no, we already have another project that's another thriller. We don't want to do another thriller. It could be anything, yeah. right? For you, it was we don't want to do another animation thing based on that because we already have said person who's going to do it, right? Yeah. Where I'm going with that is, the cool thing about where we are now, now that there's 400 and something shows on the freaking air, that means there's how many more networks? That means you're streaming. There's, there's so many more opportunities. So for me, that was your chance to go in and pitch. Don't be upset that you didn't sell it. Now it's about, yeah. okay, now I need to tweak my pitch this way. When I go in next time, I need to, you know what I mean? That's how I look. That's why I never take it personally or get upset about whatever they do. I go, oh, so I got to change. Maybe I need to tweak my pitch a little bit more so that they do this. And instead of internalizing their reasons for not doing it is because of something's black. It may have, it could have been a thriller, could have been a horror, could have yeah, been yeah. whatever, whatever the mandate is. The mandate doesn't always work. Right. And there's, there's two things about what he's saying, which right. is really, really good. Uh, one, I, 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 there's some, some white guy was telling me that you have one goal <clears throat> out of a pitch. Mm-hmm. Be invited back. Right. Because that's the one thing you can control. You can't control anything else. If they buy it or not, they buy it in the room or not, they buy it when you're walking to the elevator, which I've seen happen, mm-hmm. that's something you can't control. But if you can set up in a way that you can come back with the next idea, next week, two weeks, in a month, and you made that impression, that's what you want out of the pitch. <clears throat> you should be because, sending them a thank you card see, or whatever because, the card. Because here's the know? thing. Even if they buy your pitch... They're not going to give you like a, you know, like it's a small, it's a small chunk of money that, mm-hmm. that you can buy. This is all I get. Yeah, you get the bulk of it when it goes on the air. Right. And how many shows go on the air? I mean, I was talking with some, I was talking with someone, I was talking with this this woman that was Sony the other day. She was like, I myself have sixty projects that I'm that I'm overseeing. Mm-hmm. They're not putting those 60 projects on the air. They're probably putting two on. Right. Yeah. And those all have been paid for. They dropped the full cash on that. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the one thing. Two. The thing about them saying we got Kevin Hart, is that necessarily that it's maybe he's a black guy. It's the fact that the currency that that we trade in is money for ideas. Mm-hmm. The currency that they trade in is who's the celebrity attached? Who's yeah. the big name? Because attached? that's usually right. with the brand not name. Not the idea draw, because right. they ain't got no ideas. Or the or, or they're taking old ideas. Like yeah. like if someone big comes in there and says 
I want to remake X. They're doing it. Even if it's a shitty project, they want to be in it. bed with those. They want to be in that yeah. person. Yeah. And, and, but, Big but, brand name, and, well known. And, 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 and you know what? If you came in there and, and pitched them the coolest shit in the world the the moment before, they were like, "Oh fuck, we got we got to buy this. We got to buy this, and we got a budget, and we and we, and we can buy one project for the end of the year. Let's get ready to buy this. It's called business affairs. Oh, by the way, X is coming in in twenty minutes. Come in. He comes in and goes, "I got this bullshit idea. That's <laughs> some part of your catalog already. Oh, fuck that dope idea. Fuck." It. Let's do the bullshit. Let's do the bullshit with do because it's that's sure fire. And that's you know the whole that intersection of commerce and creativity where they're always going to go and it, and you got to realize it's a business. They here to make money, you know. And part of it is trying to be lucky enough to either to to attach yourself to a project or have something that they really really want because they see oh it's going to make a lot of money or be able to finagle your way with something original which seems to be the kryptonite of Hollywood yeah. of something creative where you can finally maybe find somebody who's a champion for you that has a, a position to try to, to, to filter and get that thing through. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the smaller places like um, Brad Pitt's thing. What is it? Uh, are those places who are doing really interesting creative things and a part of me was like oh it's so horrible all these remakes that are going on but I'm thinking I'm going to do a more positive spin on that I want to say <laughs> that I, I, I know <laughs> I'm trying to mature people Lisa is trying to mature this is the summer of maturity for me at last it's taking a long time to get here people to see the positive spin where this might be because you know one of the things we were lamenting about is all the remakes like literally I just saw and I'm just going to say it because I used to be nice. Okay, I never really was nice. But I used to be... Diplomatic. Diplomatic. I'm done being diplomatic Mm -hmm. because being diplomatic is still getting crappy product being put out there and no one's saying anything. It's the emperor's new clothes. Like, no one is saying this is shitty. And I'm telling you right now, give you an example, Charlie's Angel is not going to make no money. (laughs) No. <laughs> no, it's we can bet not. some money right now. Vegas is not that far away from here, or we can do it online. I'm gonna tell you why. Watch that trailer. Pause this. <laughs> Go watch the trailer. And I'm just talking about in comparison to the other, the previous remake with uh, Drew Barrymore and all Chris, them. Did, did John August do this one? Do you know? I don't know. He okay. he, he, he might have been involved. It was one of your friends. Tell, tell your friend. No, I mean, tell your friend. Tell your friend. I ain't scared. <laughs> hey, tell your friend. Make your money. Yeah. Get that check. He got his money. I understand. Doing. Make your money, and then go make something else that original. So, <laughs> I don't care. Don't give me that look. <laughs> it's like Lisa. I'm trying to work in this business. I'm just telling you. When you can look at the trailer. Like even before they said when they said we're making a uh, a Charlie's Angel remake, I was like, no, who said that? Who did really? Who who allowed that? Because they're still thinking brand name. And how many years ago was the Drew Barrymore one? It's at least ten. With the Cameron last, Diaz, last ten years. Ten, ten years ago. Look, look, here's the rule. Here's the rule. They think eight to ten years is the cutoff point when they think y'all gonna be too stupid. <laughs> to know that they're going to do a remake and try to bamboozle y'all again over some bullshit projects that aren't good. Watch that trailer. And I'm going to tell you why it's not going to work. We'll put it fucking, in the fucking casting. Mm-hmm. Who's in it? They got Kirsten Stewart. Is oh, it yeah. Kristen? Kristen yeah. Stewart. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's garbage. She wants some They money. got the British girl. I can't remember her name. Is and it then, black girl in this one? The light-skinned black girl? The British girl from... Yeah. I don't even know who she is. She's what? She looks Spanish. Well, there's the other one who's Spanish or something. I don't know what they are. Yeah. There's a really mixed girl in there. As, al- as always. <laughs> as always. That's the Hollywood way, y'all. 
please. Dark-skinned people don't exist. Brown-skinned people, background. <laughs> this, I'm, just, I'm just saying it. Yeah, I'm true. just saying it. True. You have all these fantastic black actresses that are like darker skin and are yeah, wonderful who will, will, will run right. circles around all these heifers out here. But you want to get somebody you think that white people want to fuck. Right. I'm just going to say it. Because you think some white dudes are going to sit there like, white features thank you, yeah. thank you. And there's nothing wrong with white skin because I come from light skinned people. Me too. Okay, I'm the darkest person in my family. So does Chris. Okay. <laughs> right. Like, put it this way. Put it this way. Everybody in my family pretty much has light hazel eyes, straight hair. I'm the, I'm the Negrito that popped out, throwback, and said, gotcha, bitches. You ain't, breed, you ain't breeding this out. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there and let y'all know. But the problem with it is the casting is so poor. But this is what they're thinking. They're thinking, what do you got? We got Kristen Stewart. Mm-hmm. Think of the last thing that Kristen Stewart in that was good within the last three years. I've seen a few of these little movies she's done. Little indie, indie ones that are cute. I'm talking about indie. Yes. I'm not talking, Elizabeth, I'm talking Elizabeth about. Elizabeth Banks wrote and directed. And I love Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. But this ain't it, chick. This ain't it. I'm going to tell you why. I'm talking about tent pole. And she's Kristen Stewart is really good at the indie, fantastic kind of character stuff. But in terms of a tent pole, the last tent pole she did, and it was only because of the books, mm-hmm. was the Twilight series. Oh, okay, I was about to say, what was the last thing she was in? That was big. Oh, it was well, big. She was in um, Snow White and the Huntsman. She was. She was in another sci-fi one. Did black people? How many of y'all went to go see the Huntsman? <laughs> oh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> but see, no, see, oh, 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 wait, wait. Oh, oh, so, oh, so, don't be scared over there. Okay, wait. <laughs> like, see, no. I see. No, no. Actually, I actually like the Huntsman, but she wasn't the star. No, she's called Snow White and the Huntsman. It was about Charlize Theron. It was really Charlize Theron's was, story. Well, she was awesome in that movie. Yeah. But, but we weren't going to go see her. We were going to see Charlize. Oh, okay. Let's be real. Exactly, because of the villain. But look, this is the thing about this movie, okay? I didn't know anything about it. I didn't even know it was coming out until we saw it now. Look at the thing. Chris, Charlize Angels. I ain't got time for bullshit that remakes. That should have, that should have, thank you. I ain't Please, got time let, for listen, bullshit remakes. Listen, can y'all imagine if me and Chris were executives, if someone and said you come in, you come in, bitch, and Chris like, I ain't got time for these bullshit, bullshit remakes. And this would have been me. Chris would have been saying that I would have already been at the door. <laughs> Get out. I would have taken the meeting. I would have taken the meeting. the meeting. Like, what are they going to pitch to me? Charlie's uh, 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 about to do Charlie's Angels but if you do Charlie's Angels as animated dogs wait 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 wait, 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 wait. (laughs) if you call me you call me a couple of French poodles and you say I'm gonna do a pitch something like that and I'm an executive I'm like block their calls permanently I ain't got time for this (laughs) shit I ain't got time because they ain't got nothing cool to tell me ever now here's the thing about Elizabeth Banks you know she she directed the that that pitch she's so perfect, funny pitch perfect yeah pitch perfect she got you know she was great she they was had what great. pitch perfect yeah, yeah, three of them that five four, of them yeah, yeah. Yeah. she was great in that movie we j- I just saw Brightburn oh. is the mom in oh that oh my gosh fantastic she's fantastic but she's, actor she's, oh, actor she's fantastic but see here's the thing that I see what this is she's playing Bosley in this mm-hmm. what. She's playing the you know Bosley like mm-hmm. the guy. So I'm I'm like she comes in there. She says to them, "I gotta do this." How do you you gotta have angels. a voice for Bosley. Good morning. Good morning. She, she, no, that's Charlie. That's Charlie. Oh, that's, that's Charlie. Charlie. That's Charlie. Right. Okay. So she's in. Bosley. Yeah. So in the seventies, Bosley was the dude that brought you in to talk to the little speaker, and it was yeah. really what's his name from uh, uh what's the actor? Dynasty. Guy you played Kit, right? No, it was no. from Dynasty. From Dynasty. The father. The, fa- the dude. The Forsyth, John Forsyth. John Forsyth, yes. But see, so here, but the thing is this, right? I know what that is. She comes in there, she's, coming, she's riding high off of 
Pitch Perfect 2, probably. You know, what are you going to do next? Sequel to that, obviously. Mm-hmm. But what if I do Charlie's Angels? And they're like, yeah, because... They, they, probably yeah, said yes to this. they probably said yes to this two years ago in the height of the, 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 the Me Too thing. Let's do this, 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 New this, York, this, this, look at this. Kristen Stewart. all these women. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, <coughs> just like, no. The cast um, doesn't look inviting. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying. They don't look, look like. Here's I'm the, not. Look, look, look. look they're, they're pretty women. Mm-hmm. I don't buy them as, as kicking ass. As star. I, mean, I yeah, don't buy them as, as being stars. able to do the shit they're showing them doing. I don't. You know what? And, and they close look like they came from Fashion Nova anyway. Damn. Not Fashion Nova. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. I just don't want to see that movie. I don't want to see that movie. If you want to show me a movie. The Fashion Nova see, knockoffs. See, now, now, see, look. See, if, 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 if you want to show me yeah. a movie that is a remake. I want you to take this. See, this is the challenge I put the motherfuckers on Hollywood. See if they're really <clears throat> about their shit. See if you really know what it was something's about. You take a movie that failed mm-hmm. and remake it and make it good. There you go. Yeah, because they never do that. No, but, <laughs> exactly. yeah, but yeah, they're afraid but to. But that's the challenge. But that's the challenge. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, you know, this is something, this is something I said to myself. Oh, do we have any precursors that are like that? I'm trying to think of one that, like that the, look, where the original was like, ah, but then the remake was Ocean's like. 11. Oh, yeah. That's true. But they had great casting. Right. But look, a movie you had George failed. Clooney and you had my well, husband, Brad Pitt. Yeah, good casting back it, then. It could, yeah, good casting back then. It didn't work. You just like that. You like, you like Sister I, and Sister Act 2 was a good, was better than the first one. What? Sister Act 2 was no. better. No, 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 no. But we're talking no, no, about no, no. old, no, no. way no, we're, back. We're, we're, like, we're talking about remakes. I'm not talking about these okay. sequels. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about sequels. It's different. Okay. But see, but my thing is this. I've been saying this for a long time. If someone had the guts... To remake Waterworld? Oh, right. That I mean, would be expensive. It was expensive then. But, it, no, it, it'd be cheap now. Well, yeah, because you could do it all CGI. Right, right. I was going to say, but it's too now. late now. They already cast him as Aquaman. Because I'm trying to find a vehicle that's going to bring hotness to the level <laughs> I think that he can maybe do. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he doesn't have that. I already told you. I don't think he has that it factor. He does. He's man. a cool dude, but he doesn't have that thing. I think if he did something like Waterworld... See, Waterworld could be interesting to remake. I think you could remake mm-hmm. that movie. I, I, I honestly think because of the way technology Why he always got to be in the water and stuff all the time? <laughs> because we need to see him shirtless. Ah, okay. <laughs> I want to see something. I'm just going to put it out there I, and say I, it. Like, you know what? Like, but also, again, there was a movie that I thought was a was great, great fucking casting. Great casting, but, uh, but a, a so-so story. And if you remade it, you can still make, make it, this movie called Banditas. You ever seen this movie Banditas? Oh, okay. with, 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 it was Salma Hayek and Penelope Cruz, and the, it was a Western, mm-hmm. and, and they played kind of like outlaws and shit like mm-hmm. that. And it was like Luc Besson, who doesn't really know the West, so what's mm-hmm. he doing? But I bet that's, that's a movie that could be redone, mm-hmm. and it could be cool. cool. I, I, honestly, with the right story, if you put two actresses like that in the movie mm-hmm. and, made them, and made them badass. So you think it was just the wrong director for that one? I think it's the wrong director, wrong story. I mean, like, the, like just. The, I mean, the, look, look. You always talk about what's the, what, we're talking about. What's the cast? Put the right cast in the movie, and you can get you got it going. Yeah. If you did that I'm movie, the the Banditas with Salma Hayek and Penelope Cruz, with you know, like even now you could get them to do this. Mm-hmm. With their, nah, we wouldn't go see it. Know. They're they are from an old regime that had those actresses that they thought they were the it. There's too many more talented, better. Well, f- okay. New, fresher so, stuff. So, yeah, what's her name from younger sorry, women who are, la- who are Latinos what, and what's have her, them play those? What's li- her name from from? <coughs> what's the um, Viola Davis movie we t- we saw? 
Oh, um, widows. Widows. And that, that um, Latino girl in that. Uh, name? Michelle, uh, Rodriguez? Michelle Rodriguez. Uh, yeah. Michelle Rodriguez. Somebody like that. See someone like that playing a fucking out. You know, yeah. like a, like an outlaw. She could sell it. She could be believable. She could believable. Yeah. That could work. Yeah. That could work. Yeah. But here's the problem. There's so many remakes that are coming out. Like I'm going to be honest with you. The only remake I'm actually curious to look at. I just say curious loosely. And it's, and it's only because it's a horror movie. Because I think horror movie, you can get away with some stuff like well, that. In all Go fairness, remake. you really wanted to see Men in Black at first. I did. But, uh, but <laughs> you I fell victim to no. the seduction of the seduction The only <laughs> reason why I went to go see it was because of Tessa Thompson okay. and what's his name? Because they had such great chemistry. I wanted mm-hmm. to see if they could do it again in a vehicle. I think they can. They just need a better, better vehicle. That would have been vehicle. better if they would have they if they made it's that to a, an updated Mr. Mr. Mrs. Smith, mm. like the Brad Pitt version, mm-hmm. but have those two and make it more comedic with their talents mm-hmm. and sexy and funny. That would have been great. That would have been great. That's why y'all need to make me an executive because we could have been making this money out here but instead you, see, you, you want to make then, then, stuff now here's the thing, that here's no one wants to go see here's the thing about that movie again we talk about this too the moment it came out your mouth we, we, we said no but you did it anyway and now you 150 million in a hole but see here, here here's the thing about Mr. and Mrs. Smith and our remixes of like that it's been 10 years plus since we saw that, that Brad Pitt and as a Joey movie, right. they could have remade that. Yeah, I'm telling you, timing, no, and it's right. perfect timing. See, now, now this is. Well, then they do a TV series. They try to. They try no. to. They did a Casting. pilot. The they pilot can't do it. didn't work. No. Um, this is interesting, though. I, I think I honestly think that because someone was saying this thing the other day, he was like, you know, like Netflix and Apple and Amazon, their business model. It doesn't. It doesn't matter if, if their movies make money or not. Mm-hmm. It's not their business model. Right. So I kind of think like again, Waterworld. Not to harp on this, but something like that. You really want Waterworld to get I made, do. don't you? I really do. You know what? And here's the really thing. Do. Here's the thing. But this is I feel you. When it first came out, I was excited. It looked phenomenal. Yeah, it and it wasn't. Yeah. And it's like, and God I blame damn it. Kevin Costner. But see, but see, leave my man alone. But see, this is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> see, the thing is, the idea mm-hmm. is actually a cool idea. Mm-hmm. It's just you didn't execute it right. Now, someplace like, someplace like Apple or Amazon or fucking Netflix, which doesn't own that property... But could own that property easily. Could you know like they could get it from Sony? It wouldn't say, affect them hey, at all. It would, it's not going. Hey, yeah. hey, guess what? It's fucking collect. You know what? It, you know what? If we pay you any money, mm-hmm. then we're putting that movie in the black. Right. Any because right now it's still in the red property. Still in the red. So <laughs> if we give you any money. Twenty years later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think it was just before his time. Oh, you know. Well, I mean, it's, it's, that's true. That well, could happen it was, too. It was before his time, but because they were shooting in the open seas right. and all the kind of shit, like the movie. The budget was like two hundred million dollars in like the mid nineties, early nineties, and now two hundred million dollars ain't shit now. Yeah. But back then it was yeah. crushing that, that studio. Four hundred million, you know. If, if, yeah, <laughs> right. like today there'd be a forty million dollar movie, right. and that would be and, and people would be going, "Oh my fucking god!" Because it has to make forty million dollars opening weekend. It better be so fucking good. Right. And the thing is, well, with forty million dollars, it can't be good. <sighs> it can't be because good. there's there can't be any, there can't be any like rough sex. There can't be any explosive violence. There can't be no cool shit yeah, that people go, "Wow, it's got to be so." Yeah. Hey, hey, you know what? The grandmother's gonna come see this movie at forty million dollars, right. and if the grandmother can't come see that movie, then we're not making that movie that kind of money. Right. So, but Netflix doesn't give a shit if they lose money or not, so mm-hmm. they should go buy that. You know, you know look, they're doing it anyway. Dear Netflix, could you just please buy right Waterworld for? You know, can you just can you just <laughs> get it together and make remake Waterworld and for Chris? You know what? And they're buying properties that are kind of dead anyway. Like you know, like the la- one day at a time. That that's a that's not making well, bring it any back. money. Yeah, no, no, for one no, season. No, He's no, for no, pop. They're bringing it back. For pop. pop. Yeah. They're bringing it back, but before that, it had been sitting dead for like a long time. They're bringing it back. The new streaming. 
Pop TV. Pop TV. Oh, so it's not going to be on Netflix. Not, not on Netflix. Oh, oh, they got to another network. Yeah. It can't not be on another streamer. It can't be on another... There's some... Con, they, they, they have some weird contract okay. shit. I just... I mean, look, I mean, the, the, the whole concept of, of give me IP is give me something that people are familiar with. And my thing is, just because a movie did bad... Here's the thing. We've seen shitty movies yeah. get sequels. We've yeah. seen, yeah. So it's not like they're like against that, yeah. you know, on GP. <laughs> they're not against that on any level. They love to make shitty movies. I tell you all the time. I because y'all dumbasses still go out to go see it I anyway. I believe people are, are this whole, we, 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 people used to say no one sets out to make a shitty movie. Mm-hmm. That is prior to the days of the movies, all, they all have to be IP. I think people are cool making shit movies. Like, you know, it doesn't matter. The IP is, is, is all that matters. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Tell me a story that works, mm-hmm. and it better be original. Speaking of that, we're talking about remakes. How did Aladdin do? I haven't looked it up. La- it did really well. Did it? It, 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 did, it, it did really well. Excellent. Okay, good. Five, six hundred million dollars. You know, did it really? you know, like you know, like globally, at least. How much did it do in America? So I, do I don't know. Okay. I didn't. I didn't think it would. It would, would do bad. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like actually it um no. it surpassed um Independence Day so it's now Will Smith's what? No. most and what most made and I think and the reason that the selling point of it I think is because well the original anime was I think people just really want to see the live action I think the same thing is going to happen with Lion King yeah. I don't want to see either one of them just because of that to me I'm like they were I heard you what was that no I'm just saying oh. Lion King's going to be got it to me the Lion King in particular I think is almost in a perfect movie Right, just the way it is as it is. Aladdin, in its own way, was too, and Robin Williams was a big part of it. Yes. I just can't even imagine. It is me, my own bias, and you know, being a black so it's clearly not about a black thing. You know what I mean? I would go see it. Are you talking about Lion King? No, I'm oh, sorry, I changed uh, it to Aladdin. Okay. Sorry. Um, I just can't imagine him topping Robin Williams. I can't so either. So I couldn't even, I, can't, I don't I, even want to go see it. See, because see, of that, like, I feel bad about that, but I'm being real with you. But here's, you the, thing, here's the thing about the Robin Williams. is it, 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 Robin Williams, his, his stream of consciousness with telling jokes is so absurd that... You know, I remember watching. I've seen the movie probably twenty years, but he's but 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 he's up here telling jokes so fast and doing these little non sequiturs, and they're turning him into stuff as he's saying stuff that is just like so. I don't know if I could if that would be as interesting to see that in live action if that is the route that they're taking Will Smith. They're probably not, not, not even taking that all because the the stuff with the Robin Williams that you probably remember the most probably wasn't even scripted. But I, I forgot Guy Ritchie did that movie. Yeah, Aladdin. yeah, interesting. Well, I mean. Really? Because you know what's crazy about that? This is this is the bullshit in this town. He's, you know he's what? got flop after flop, and he's yeah, still his just, last two fucking he's movies. A brilliant director. His I love last him. two I love movies him. flopped yeah. horribly. That fucking yeah. King Arthur movie thing made seven million dollars total. There's an executive who still loves loves was it? You know Lock, it stock, and two no. smoking barrels. He's gonna you know bring it, it to Latin. You know, here's what it is. When you're that big, they get, like like they do for us television. They give you a deal. He has a deal, so he has like a three or four movie. They gonna give him deal. something. So he's gotta finish he gotta them do out. So they're like, what's next? Let's just go ahead and get rid of that money. (laughs) You know what I mean? And now they're like, well, he just made a fucking big ass deal. So maybe for me, now they're going to renew this. For me, it's like, you know, the Aladdin cartoon anime, you know, it was. Okay, I guess. I mean, I'm just, you know what? My thing is, I'm not. Was it the Latin card? Do they have a lot of singing and stuff in it? I'm yeah, not. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a big fan of singing movies. <laughs> so no, I don't like musicals. Don't like no, musicals. I don't like musicals because I'm. This is my listen. Most musicals are bad. 
Damn. The only I'm telling you, a lot of them don't have really good song. Like they have one bop, and then the rest of the time I'm sitting there like, okay, now I got to somebody hear this bitch who doesn't sit here go to the musicals and they don't like me. <sighs> oh my god. <laughs> but I do have, but I like Danny Kane. Like I like certain musicals she with the music. Way back to forty six. Listen, <laughs> or no, no, or, or or you know, like Dream Girls stuff, like you know, black people stuff. I'm just gonna say it. it no, no, you no. know, West Side Story. I love that because they had great songs. It's just some of the song, the stuff, the musicals are coming out. The stuff they're just they just don't compel me to be interested in it. And I get what's bored the, what's easily. What's the one that Andre? What's his name? They what's his name? One for the Tonys this year. That there's a new musical you would love. If I had some Broadway money. I, I, I mean, you can listen. To I can go. You can listen to it on your. But the whole point is, I gotta see the yeah. show though. But, but but Hamilton, which which I see, I keep thinking, when they make the Hamilton movie. That's what they need to do. I don't think they're going to. I don't think. Although they can. They're not going to cast non-whites as those fucking no, characters. They're going to cast the people in it if they do it. You know, and, 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 and if, I mean, I look, go see the, it. The pushback, see movie. To, the pushback to see a black George Washington and shit like that would just fuck everyone. So I don't know if they would do a show, they do the movie. But this is, this is the thing about The Lion King. I like that movie, the original the cartoon. I'm curious to see this new one. The live action is the one we deserve. It's, but, but, but Y'all it's, been living it's, in a little cartoon fantasy. See, we need to let you know what real life is all about. And baby, this little cute little life. Here's, here's the thing about this new movie. This new movie, the technology they've used to create this movie. It looks amazing. Is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Because everything is it's not like what they did when they did Avatar. Right. When they were like, they put this, they had everyone act in the environment and they just decided they were on. This was, it's virtual reality. Like, they actually got one of the best steady cam people in the business and these guys to come work because what they would do is they would go to the stage, the, the, the volume down in, 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 um, uh, Venice, wherever it is, Muta del Rey, mm-hmm. and they put the goggles on and he, and he'd be operating a steady cam inside the thing. And the camera was, was the camera was like a, a, a VR camera. So it wasn't like I'm just moving it through space or whatever. It's like he's actually holding a real camera, wow. but it's just a VR. And they were like, and they were talking about, how, oh yeah, we're doing this. And they were like, oh yeah, you know, we can't get the city can move right because, you know, because because mm-hmm. uh, they programmed in like these these giraffes to run by. And he's mm-hmm. like, dude, you have to run a little faster at this point when the giraffes come by. Because you know what they would typically do is, we'll just change the giraffes coming by right. in, in, in in post. But they're shooting it kind of live action with, really? like, so so, so go, okay, you know what? Here's the stampede. The stampede's gonna be there. We can't really control what those what the so real, all that's computer. They're all the all the it's, animals. It's, and- it's, computer, but the way they're shooting it, and the, and the people are coming in there to like, you know, uh, Donald Glover's in there, and he's like walking around and you know, like on the stage, and they're shooting around him. It's like it's a whole new style of what those type of films like could be, and what filmmaking might be, and for those type of things, it looks it's, it's interesting. From what they've shown, it looks really good, and I will sit there and I will tolerate. When they're talking in the middle of the scene, I'm like, oh, this is a good juicy part in the story. And then they start singing. And then I, I will tolerate Beyonce. <laughs> I, will toler- <laughs> I will tolerate whoever else is singing. I will Glover and all the rest of them who's singing. Those moments where it's like, can we just get back to the story? That's my biggest thing with musicals. Like, I just like being but in the they story. they move the story forward if they're done right. But if the songs are boring to me, I'm just not, I mean, I think the last good musical I saw was the Elton John movie. 
the, the music that kind, I love that kind of stuff like if you got some great songs and you're doing the stuff like recent you know that you can catch me but like musicals that kind of stuff you know and, and a lot of the cartoon stuff I'm just like I can that, yeah okay your kids enjoy it but let's get on with the story season to get to it so you need to see no I'll go, no I love musicals like lot like kind of really if you got some great song and a great story it's just most of them, they just, there's not enough good songs. Like, they may have one or two bangers, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the time, it's just like, this is so, like I, I but, can't even watch the Tony Awards, because it's like, they'll have one or two great song performances, like, but, 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 let's see more of that stuff. But, 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 and then here comes Old Man River songs, and, <laughs> and we're coming in here, and baseball, and Sally Mae, and I'm just like, bitch, I'm just, bring Billy Porter back out, please, Jesus, bring him back out. What are you saying, Chris? But does, you, you, you even understand the song because if you if you go watch an opera, there's no. I mean, I love opera, I, but but you don't understand the song. I don't care. I can emotion all that stuff. Opera is different from these corny ass lyric songs. See, that's what it and is. Corny. The lyrics are corny. Yeah. But the lyrics are corny. But if I'm Verdi and I'm doing fucking like right. Pagliacci, mm-hmm. I don't understand. You're talking about two different levels of things here. Okay, okay. I, not, I, 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 I personally disagree. I disagree. But I understand your point. There are some campy shows, but there are some shows that are just, you know, there are, I mean? look, and you're just like, Then you need oh. to let me know what those shows are. Cause. I mean, all the new shows now have moments of just like, uh, you know uh, what I mean? Keyword, moments. That's all you need is several moments in the show. I need a whole show. If, whole, I'm paying all the, if I'm paying all that money, if I'm paying all that money, the whole show. There better be some bangers all, from top. It better be like the old school days where from the beginning to the end, I'm wanting to come out and sing and do all the stuff like her and replay and go buy the t shirt and everything. I just don't think they're at that level. A lot of them aren't. They might not be. Look, they, look, look, look. To certain degree, to certain degree, they might not be. I don't. That's know. just me. I just no, have no, to think of I, 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 I agree with you because because I don't know if the people who uh, music, and that doesn't include Rocky Horror Pair. That's a wholly different category. Music isn't it as not strong West Side Story either. That's all. Bitch, please. That is the epitome. That's the I, level you should be aspiring yeah, to. See, but but, this, but look, <laughs> that, that's the point. The, the, but you the, need to but, be but, but the point I'm making is, who is the Leonard Bernstein of today? Mm. See, that's the point. Mm. Those guys who were writing music for that musical theater back then, they mm. are. It was a t- type of music that people made. They, they made. They made in the mid-century. That they don't really make that kind of music anymore now. Can I jump back people and tell you cynical. and tell you the one move I did? One, the only remake I want to see. And I told you, it's like, it's Black Christmas. I just saw about a trailer. Okay, so Black back in Christmas. I want to say nineteen seventy. Two, three, four? It was a Canadian film. It was a Canadian horror film. Hmm. And basically, it's about the, it's Christmas time. And it's Christmas it's time in Queen. <laughs> it's Christmas time, and it's a, a, a sorority, a bunch of college students, and they're going on vacation. I guess a couple of them stay behind. And they're, it's a slasher picture, basically. It's a slasher Clearly. picture. There's a killer killing, <laughs> killing these women in this college As dorm. Breaks, but you want to read the okay, here's the, here's the blur. <laughs> And this, and mind you, this is the uh, nineteen. Oh, look, December twenty, nineteen seventy four. Man, that was Mom's sixty five Chevy, y'all. <laughs> and why I love it, Margot Kidder. So, is as winter break begins, a group of sorority sisters, including Jess, Olivia Hussey, shout out to Olivia Hussey. Olivia Hussey, really? Uh, what is this? And the movie? often inebriated Barb, Margot Kidder. Begin to receive anonymous, lascivious phone calls. Initially, Barb eggs the caller on, but stops when he responds threateningly. Soon, Barb's friend, Claire Lindgraf, okay, now I gotta press the button that says more, goes missing from the sorority house, and a local adolescent girl's murder, leading the girls to suspect a serial killer, is on the loose. 
but no one realizes just how near the culprit is. Okay, that's a big that's clue. Good. You know, it, you know. Yeah. Well, okay, let me give you. Where, where, where he at? Right next to them. He in the house, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that mofo is in the house. That's exactly it's like, what I it's thought. Like, it's like when a stranger calls. Yeah. <laughs> Have you checked the children? Bitch, he's on the phone upstairs. <laughs> he is on the lamb. You didn't hear his big ass feet dragging across the thing? Are those two 10 year olds? No, there's a 40 year old grown ass man exactly. using your phone. You didn't hear him dialing on the rotary phone? <laughs> <laughs> They didn't have to put the rotary. You didn't, bitch, you didn't hear that. You're a bad babysitter. He's bad. But anyway, it was a classic. And it was one of those ones where it almost got banned. And it was like so graphically, like, you know, bad. And of course, during that time, oh my God, Christmas? That's sacrilegious. So it was one of my all time favorites. So. They're making the remake of it. And it's like, here's the thing. They have Todd Nunes fix that one, huh? So here's the thing. You <laughs> would love that one. Slasher films mm-hmm. get really old and tiresome really quickly. Mm-hmm. So unless you do something that's a little bit unique, I don't know what it's going to be. I'm just looking forward for nostalgia's sake because I love the original Black Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it's been a long time. And I just, I'm trying to think, did they do any other remakes of Black Christmas? I can't remember. But anyway, from 1974 to now, I think that's a good enough time. Have they ever done Black Christmas? 50 Black? years. Remake Blackula? Yeah. No. I know that it had a lot of A, a vampire issues. in Brooklyn? Oh, that's right. Mm. It's not Blackula, but no. it's it's Eddie Murphy. It's close. <laughs> no. It's on the no. same. I remember I had a lot close. of misogynistic and yeah. you know, homosexual yeah. Yeah. stuff. You know? Eddie Murphy's going to, he's, he's coming with a new movie. He's but Angela Bassett was good as a vampire. It would have just been her and some, and more serious. Yeah. And not Eddie well, looking but like, but what's his name from? But, but, but you know what? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ashford and Simpson? Saying, yeah. yeah. <laughs> looking like Nick Ashford. Yeah, but, but you know On a bad hair day. This is the thing about The Vampire Brooklyn. That movie, because um, Abdul worked on that movie, he, uh, or he worked with someone. That sounds familiar. He too. shared posts with someone on that movie. Right. It was just like, um, that movie was, was originally done as a more serious movie. And, and then when I they, think Charlie and, and Eddie wrote it together. I thought I thought they were the writers. No, well, of it. yeah, but the thing about Vampire Brooklyn was a more serious movie. And then when, yeah. and, and then when they screened it, they were like, it's "Not no people do, because it's Eddie Murphy. Yeah, people can't see him not being funny, so yeah. they had to go back and do research. He wanted to do that to kind of sexy vampire. And the problem was, you can't wear a 1970s pressing curl <laughs> Lord Jesus pressing curl and you cannot like that was that, he might have thought that was suave but when you don't have good friends that tell you the truth around you who could have said listen I know y'all trying to get this money and make this paycheck but that wasn't the look like if it had just been like his regular self and made it more serious I think it would have been a pivotal change in horror and I know Eddie really wanted to do some more serious like stuff Christopher Lee. he was trying to do the whole yeah mm-hmm. and you can't do that in a contemporary thing if you want to do back in the olden days maybe mm-hmm. Caribbean and have that flouncy beautiful stuff you could do that I just it just didn't I because I don't know why I'm saying that because I just watched it again last year and I just thought it had some potential I had to admit I hated the first time when I saw it, it in the theater like I told you it, 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 I hated the first time it and then the second time it was recut a lot it was recut a lot it reset and, and recut that, that's probably the, probably the issue and there's probably some tonal issues and you I watch it and you go I don't but know but here's the thing this is where this could be a breakthrough for everybody else when they're doing all these remakes Child's Play Charlie's Angels Oh my revive God. the flop. Revive the flop. Find a flop that's at least 20 years old. <laughs> Water <Or> world. <laughs> have the balls to go ahead and do some original stuff. I think for original people, this would be a key moment. Because I'm telling you, maybe Child's Play might break even, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm I thinking. It was garbage. It, it, well, if it's garbage, it's not going to do anything. I heard it was garbage. It, well, people got paid. 
God bless them. But this is why. This is why. And the rest of us are going to pay for but, it because but, they're not going to take the chance to make some original stuff. But this is the thing about Charles Play that, that my brother told me. That's why he said it was garbage. He was like, when, when the first one came out, it was right at the peak of like. Um, Garbage Pail Kids yep. and like uh, Cabbage Patch yep. Kids. Yep. This is kind of like a spin on that. Right. And, he, and he was like, kids don't play with dolls like that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not even part of the culture on any level. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, you know... It should have been a video game character that but, but, comes through... But, but he's kind of like, like that. But, but, but it's scarier. But, 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 yeah. then, but then he also told me that it was terrible is that Chucky's all CG. Yeah, Aww. so that I don't like it. Yeah. All CG. And yeah. at that point, it's just like, why the fuck did you make this? He's like Siri or some shit. Or some yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. It's, it's like, There's so much more interesting stuff. Yeah. I just, it, you know, like I said, it's that whole quandary of wanting to be safe, wanting to keep jobs, wanting to, to you know, it's, it's being about making your money. And they always think that the commercial Apple familiar and Netflix, brand. You don't care about no money. Yep. Well, that was the difference, though, between thinking about the 70s and 80s and the films that we like. They were full of stars that we didn't even know. They're full of, you know what I mean? People, they were all a bunch of no-name, you those know, actors best, who became people. Yeah. They become stars on those you know movies. I mean? right. But you won't even take a risk, you know, at, at all. Um, have you seen the new Annabelle? Is that, that hasn't come out yet. I think, I don't think it's come out yet. I don't know if it's come okay. out so I can't I, even, am, I can't do I'm not shit. my mom was uh, God bless her yeah. my mom was like oh the new animal we should go see because you know I when I go to heart I go with my mom that's our that's our uh, most <laughs> that's mothers our go to teas and brunches me and my mom go to horror movies <laughs> <laughs> we've been doing it since I was two so it's like you know and and She's excited about seeing it because she likes the kind of old, you know, that kind of, oh, the doll. And we always laugh and crack jokes about the doll. Um, I don't think I'm going to see it. When it I might wait for video because I think in this incarnation, Annabelle, it's going to be at their house. But they, they, they have all their accoutrements that they've been collecting over the years. And pretty much she's like the conduit for all these. So it's not just Annabelle. But the impression I get was it can't just be Annabelle. It's got to be some other stuff to keep these people in their seats to be interested. So I guess it's going to be Annabelle and Friends. <laughs> <laughs> just basically crazy weird mm-hmm. stuff and having to save their daughter. I, I think now they're cannibalizing themselves and it's time to, to move on because I don't think that's, Annabelle, see, it's, see, you got to move on. That's a great phrase on it. You're it's, cannibalizing it's cannibalizing. I, you think, are. I think that's what happens when you do any of these remakes. When the nun came out and the nun did not do what I needed it to do, needed it, <laughs> needed it to do, because that nun character from the Annabelle movie was so scary looking and when I saw the trailers for it, it looked so much potential. Oh, that was a spinoff from that. But they wasted so much time, and I hate to say because you know you want to develop story and character. (laughs) They wasted so much time developing story and character (laughs) that they forgot to bring the nun (laughs) to the movie until like almost the end. What? The whole movie without the nun? You had the the, 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 normal jump scares and all the stuff, but it was like by the time they brought the bitch out, it was like only like 10 minutes left and by then you kind of didn't care you were just kind of like is this going to be over because really? yeah it wasn't and it was beautiful and it was pretty and the ca- I thought the cast was great because uh, Vera Farmaggia's, Farmaggia's sister was the, the lead mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. and it had a great cast like the, the setup was great but the movie's called The Nun and you got the scary nun on there and you don't bring her out when we need her we need more of her and I think that's for me that's why it didn't work for me but I don't know Midsummer, dear Midsummer, Ari. It's good. It's real good. It's coming out in two days. Real Lord good. Jesus, please. Two days? July. When's July 4th? Second? Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, okay. yeah. That's my only saving grace this summer, is Midsummer. But pretty much all the movies that we listed from our last talk when we were talking about summer movies, I've pretty much seen them all, um, except for the Hobbs one, which is Dwayne. And like you all know, the Dwayne Johnson 
Jason Statham and Idris Elba. That movie don't even have to be good. <laughs> I don't. I'm not even going. Y'all already know. I'm not even going to go see for story. <laughs> that is just pretending to be at the beach. I'm gonna have my little mai tai in the theater with me, and it's just gonna be beautiful, beautiful, beautiful things. And it's gonna be fun, and it's gonna have racing cars and outrageous stunts. And shout out to all the stunt people who do all these fantastic mm-hmm. stunts in the so movies. Y'all don't get CG. <laughs> No stunts in those movies. If there were stunts, they'd be good. They're CG. Dear stunt people, I apologize that they did not hire you to do real stunts, <laughs> and that CGI is that. What is it? The Levites that I'm have, have to my die? friend Rich Parker on. He's one of the. I love stunt people. He's one of the main black stunt. Uh, I love stunt people. He's um, Mackay Pfeiffer's main stunt guy, and he's um, he's in Black Panther and all those movies. I'm sad now that you've said that. That it's all going to be mostly CGI. It's stuff. been like that. I know that. How but can many I? Ha- of, it's been just the third film. It's almost all CG. But for those moments that they do use a stunt person, <clears throat> I'm hoping it's going to do well. You know, original content mm-hmm. is a rarity. And no CG oh. for stunts. And when it does show up, I like the champion and I like to go see those films to give my support Actually, them. blew shit up. I, you know what? I was watching some movie from the 80s and I was like... Y'all actually blew shit up. They real stuff. You actually blew some shit up. Like people That's got injured rare. and got stuff hinged. You know what I mean? See, what, what's, what's, see, what's, see, the cool thing is in the eighties when shit would blow up, and they put all the cameras around. You actually see like debris and particles right. yes. kind of hit the camera. <clears throat> yes, you know, like just a. Whoosh. Now it's just like this big fireball. Right. And it's like, that's bullshit. It comes toward the camera and, and just disappears. disappears. And the whole right. thing flames out. It's like, no, 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 right. no, no. I'm going to see like the we'll bits see. of wood and mm-hmm. the, the earth being. It's just, I, it's just, it was like, it's not, it's, the movie's not that good or the element, but it was, I remember it's this movie called Los Angeles Plays Itself. And they were talking about. That's this, what a movie called? The, it's yeah, a documentary. It's a documentary. Oh, and great was, documentary. And it's a great documentary, and everyone should see it. And it's all about like how films in LA, films in LA, happen. and there was a scene from *Lethal Weapon* two where he like pulls that ho- that stilt house down mm-hmm. off the it's you know in the hills off with his thing, and the way the whole thing comes down and like crashes and all these little pieces because it's like you can't control how shit is gonna break mm-hmm. when you when you break it. Right. It's gonna break in these weird ass patterns. And, you know, that was the beauty of that. When you can control it all in the, in the CG, you're like, I don't like the way that bar bent when the whole thing fell down. Can you change that bar mm. and then go back in and redo it? Mm-hmm. You know, and, it's, and all of a sudden it becomes too clinical. And, mm. and that is what That's it doesn't look good. Yeah. That's, it's not fun. I don't know. What, I, I can't. We, we have no control over what Hollywood does. All we can do is write our things, our writerly things, and occasionally be surprised and amazed and, and engaged in a, in a good right. film. I just don't see it this year. Like, there's nothing... I, I'm even looking at some indie film. Like, like I said, I'm going to go see The Last Black Man in San Francisco. That's and I think, I, I think films like that, like those indie films, those. we need more. more. I need more of those. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to say it too. I need... Uh, this is very specific, so everybody else who's not black, take what you will. I need our black creative folks who are making films to be a lot more daring in the content that they're putting out. I know one of the others, we talked about how some of the black executives who are programmed to think like white executives and they're totally not, they're just part of the system. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times black people are the ones that are kind of making the bad for the rest of us to get our stuff done. (laughs) When you wouldn't really think that and you get that one random person who's not black who's like, yeah, I think we should do that. And you're like, what? Holy, holy Jesus. Mm -hmm. Came to my own people. 
and they were like trying to be because they're you know you got to understand it's that programming we got to find content that's going to make us money and do this and we'll do and cast where we got to do it I think for for everybody else who's not a white guy let's just put it that way white male guy I like white male guys when they have really good content but I think for the rest of us we really got to like we got to step our game up with the stuff that we're coming up. We've got to be a lot more daring. We have to be bold. And the only way I'm going to find that is in a lot of the indie spaces. If they do a tentpole, something big, it's got to be, I'm done going to tentpole. I'm done with going to tentpole remakes. I'll be completely surprised if you don't. Because you saw Last Black in San Francisco too, right? Didn't you? Oh, that was, um. Yeah, Richard's up. Um. But I remember, and I don't know what your experience was, I remember, because you had to come straight here, but I remember walking out of there just like being in deep thought, you know, mm-hmm. like trying to figure things out for myself. And San Francisco is like, one of my favorite you know what I mean? Well, see, look, I, I agree with you, it, 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 you know, there's, there's so much talk in the press about the, exis- the, the, the existential threat against the movie business. The existential threat of the movie business is because of the content. Right. And, the, and, and, and what studios have kind of like taught people to what to come see right and it's like i don't think i've seen a a big summer so-called tentpole film probably 10 years outside of the marvel movies because it's a whole different thing for me but because they they, because they're not interesting they're so like the safest level i mean like honestly the last one that i remember seeing and loving was the was is the ones that Tony Scott did mm-hmm. because he was able to tip because he added a, a artistry to what he was trying to do and you know like hit or miss with if you like his movies or not I still tell everybody fucking you know fucking fucking Man on Fire was one of the best movies to come out in the last twenty years mm-hmm. for that type of movie that mm-hmm. type of little action through like thriller with a bit of action in it and that's like people, I want I want more raid movies. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? See, yeah. Like that. that like, that's a great movie. Like but, that's the first one was just Yeah, the first, but see, but see, <laughs> the, the, but the thing I was I was thinking about is I was telling you earlier, like, you know, these people in different countries have different kind of like tastes and stuff like that. What also is different in other countries is is that their governments, you know, it's like their ministers of culture know that there's something special to making a movie for the theater mm-hmm. and they support that mm-hmm. that's never been the case here and therefore the so-called market is determining what people want right. to see but the mark that's not true because the market is rigged because of the barriers of entry and, right. and you and you get these things like men in black international and stuff like that like i mean like ask yourself this how many remakes have you ever remakes or sequels have you seen from like really interesting European films or Japanese films you don't see that that much because yeah. they're because that's not because that's not their aim and if their movies come out and they and if they break records financially and stuff like that they still are trying to say something so that the movie you know has some sort of like there's resonance and there's emotional impact for us who like who are watching the film you know so that's why I think there's the problem with these these Hollywood films, you know? So, recently, like last week, so I don't know when this is going to come out, so this is probably a few weeks ago, um, mm-hmm. the BET Awards were on, and Tyler Perry got one of the, what, the Icon Award or the whatever the award was. Mm-hmm. And he essentially said something that reminded me of when United Artists was created, when those actors 
got together and decided they were going to make their own studio, right. start doing their own content and stuff. And it reminded me of when Tyler Perry basically said, you know, I built my own studio, I make my own stuff, while you guys, and he called some folks out and basically said, while you guys are worried about Oscar So White, mm-hmm. I done built the studio, make our, you know, basically saying we just need to make our own stuff, build our own tables, do our own stuff, which is what we've always done. But I feel like all artists, regardless if you're not black or not, just everybody, especially with the United Artists, when the United Artists was created, they were like the white actors and actresses who were like, we're dumb with the dumb shit, let's do our own shit. I feel like that's what needs to happen now um, in terms of artists who are creating things. Almost like you got to come up with your own collective Mm -hmm. and start doing, it's kind of like the old ciphers, like when I think about the movie, the documentary that's out. What is it? Echo. What is that thing called? The documentary about the the, the musicians who were in the seventies who were living up here in mm-hmm. the canyon. Echo, was it Echo in the canyon? Is that what it's called? I don't know. We anyway, to figure it out. it's a documentary that's out right now in the theaters right now. And basically, it's a it has Tom Petty. It has um, all these these seventies like big iconic singers, rock singers, and stuff. Eric Clapton, and they're talking about how all these artists lived. In this one area, mm-hmm. is it Laurel Canyon? I want to say Laurel Canyon. Uh, Laurel Canyon. Yeah, that lived in Laurel Canyon, and what's the name of it? Echo in the Canyon. Yes, Echo in the Canyon. Mm-hmm. It's playing at the ArcLight, and I'm actually going to try to see it right after the last black man in San Francisco. But basically, it's about how they had like a cl- and they supported each other. Like they would all be working on their own projects. They would come to each other's houses. Somebody would say, "Come put this on here. Help me out with this. Bring food and do stuff." And it also reminds me back in the day to make it a little bit more sooner was when I think about when the Roots were starting out mm-hmm. and they had John Legend, NDIRE, Jill Scott, they had like their collective of people who were artists come together creating stuff and then they supported each other mm-hmm. with their content. I feel like that's what artists need to be doing right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the big name people like George Clooney and Brad Pitt that are doing like their big movies but they're funding a lot of their stuff doing smaller projects. I feel like a lot of us need to be doing that mm-hmm. together as a collective, because I don't think this problem, this problem's never going to go away. Hollywood is a machine. It's about making money. But if we want to make those films and things that we want to see, like you said, like the last, you know, Black Man Times, that makes you come outside and think and go, damn, I'm a human being and this shit makes you feel something. Mm-hmm. I, I'm feeling like that's the only way you can do it. And it can't just be Tyler Perry doing it because he's doing the best that he can with the content that he produces. I just don't know if we, you know, because I'm, I'm thinking of Lena Waithe with the, the trailer that I just saw for Queen and Slim. Mm-hmm. That looks really pretty. Mm-hmm. The music looks outstanding. I don't know how the story is going to be, but it's Daniel Kaluuya, and I trust yeah. him yeah. with anything that he's going to be in. Because I don't, I think Daniel is at that level now where I don't think he's going to choose to do some stuff that's going to be too not great. Right. And I just feel like you know those smaller <coughs> indie things are, are are what we need to be focusing on. I don't know. What do you thought? Just is something that I just keep thinking about when I get so I don't get myself all bummed out by thinking we'll never have great good stuff to see. I'm stuck with all these no, remakes. No, no, no. I mean, see, the woe is me. Here's the thing: is that there, there, there is great. And I don't want to have to go see foreign films all the time. I want to see what Americans can do. Well, I think you. Know, I want to see what we can so, do. Well, that's the problem. That's where the industry is in a crisis because. The, 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 it's, the, it's hard for them to make movies and because there's no government support where they're just saying here take this money that's why the foreign films are able to do what they want to do yeah, I mean, England, I mean yeah, you know that movie, came, that movie yesterday which just came out I mean I saw, I saw Mr. Screen I'm so mad but I'm probably going to see it this week but the, but the I, guy, wanted to, I wanted to go see it last night. Yeah, yeah, I missed it. The, but, but the guy. Oh, yeah. The, the, Beatles, the Beatles don't exist. Yeah. Could you imagine? I think that's a great premise. I think that I is a fantastic, fantastic premise. Can awesome. you imagine? Yeah. Now, the black version would be what if Michael Jackson 
Exactly. Never existed. Exactly. Bitch. Exactly. Yes. People of color, why aren't we doing that right. version? A world where Michael Jackson's got a huge, mm-hmm. where's my, it ain't got to be the Beatles. Like, you know, what if Elton John, you know, just that kind of creativity, you know? Why the fuck are we aren't doing stuff like mm-hmm. that? The same guy who wrote that in America wrote, wrote my my favorite Christmas movie, which I don't think is yours, which is um, Love Actually. Love Actually. Yeah, Richard Curtis. Richard, yeah. yeah, that's a great movie. Well, you know what? It's interesting because um, again, you know, the people who made that movie, they got a little bit of money from the BBC. They have some of their own money. It's not that expensive. It's not. Well, it is, but the the the, so the, the music rights probably cost the right. more well, than the movie. Well, this there was this was interesting. Unless they were producers, unless right? part of no, yeah. No, well, okay, yeah. so I so I read an article about that. This the, or they're gonna be playing the hell out of yesterday fifty thousand times. <laughs> no, 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 no. So in ten seconds of this song. No, so okay, so what happened is is that the guy he the guy who wrote the movie is not. It wasn't Richard Curtis originally. This other guy who wrote the script, mm-hmm. and this guy had really liked it and was producing, it, and he took it to. Um, the 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 people who who the main producers on there, Tim Bavan, I forget the name of his company now. They're a big company in England, and they and they the guys they said, you'll never get this movie made unless you get the guys over at Apple Core, you know, who run the Beatles music to sign off. Right. And and they were like, if you can do that, it's like that's the big bar. Right. Then you can do this movie, and it's a no brainer. And he said he went, yeah, he met a guy who works in in New York who, who works at Apple Core. And they said, oh, so you don't need the actual songs. You just need the song, like the actual recording. You just right, need... Right, because he's redoing them. He's redoing it. You, right. just, you just need the, the rights, the, to the rights to, of the music, I mean, to the song, right. not the recording. And that's right. way cheaper. Right. And the guy at Apple... Just he can just yeah, it, right. and the guy And the guy who, at, at the Beatles company was like, oh, it's a great idea. I'm, t- I'm 100% behind you. Mm. And then they went and said, so what do we do? Who's going to do this? And then the people over at the company were like, we should get Richard Curtis to come in and rewrite this. Mm-hmm. And Richard Curtis was like, oh, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do, but why not? And then Danny Boyle was like, I'm going to do something with him. He just, he just said, he just happened to call him up one day and said, hey, I'm not doing Bond movie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do something with you. What do you have? And he was like, I just happen to have. And then sure. there it is. Um, why aren't we doing that? It looks amazing. Why aren't we doing that? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the ratings are, what what it's getting, but for me, just the the the, the, the originality, the, the trailer, the tra- yeah, the premise, yeah, makes me want to go see. I don't care what nobody's saying. I want to go see. see it. Yeah, see, yeah, see, <laughs> you know see, see to me, the, the, you know what? There was someone's just the guy who was in. Uh, you know, he's in. He's a he's a Pakistani actor who was in the Big Sick. Him and his oh, wife he's in he's in new movie. He's yeah, Stuber. He's in Stuber. Right. Yeah, Kumail, yeah, Kumail, Kumail. Mm-hmm. He was talking about you know he was like you know he was like the time when I was growing up, I saw movies like Indiana Jones and Gremlins, and that made me want to see, like be, get involved in the movies and make movies. And he was like and he was like today I don't know if that's if, if I if I'd be interested in making movies if, if well, I've seen what's coming out today. And I was like, yeah, because those movies were so original. The idea, <laughs> ding, know, ding, 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 Johnny, and see, see, keyword. The problem with IP is, I might know what your movie's about before it comes out. Yeah, I might read the book. I might be a huge fan of the book. Right. I might whatever it is. When but when Gremlins came out, no one knew what the fuck that shit was. Nothing. No idea about anything. Right. You like, well, I can't see this now because I don't know anything about it. I just know right. there's nothing on the internet. There's no, right. there's no, and that was what the excitement was right. that you see something you never seen. Before. And you watch it now, it is the cheesiest movie. It, well, come on, all eighties no, movies no, no, no. are cheesy. But, but just in the sense, I'm like, imagine what it would look like now with the. The, oh, technology the technology we have now. now. So can I just tell you my secret? Even though you know I right, totally. Let's talk to wrap it up. We're gonna wrap it up. 
And this is the final thing. And it's just a question. One answer, you just say it, and then we can wrap it up. If we got to do a remake, and you were hired to write it, what remake would you do? And for me, it'd be Weird Science. Really? Hmm. It's been a long time, long enough. I will be ramp some Let things. me tell you my story, man. Last year, <laughs> I, was in, I was in love with this crazy eighth grade bitch, man. You remember that? <laughs> crazy, insane. Yes. Crazy, insane. insane. <laughs> But I, I think I would remake Weird Science because <laughs> okay. I think with the technology, be some interesting things that you could do in terms of like artificial intelligence, um, the character coming I mean, in, aliens. Who's him now? Anthony, what's his name? Anthony uh, Michael Hall. I mean, who the fuck we is that? We don't have those type of actors. We don't have anymore. those. That, you know what I mean? We don't who's have Molly those. Wingwald? Who's Molly Wingworld? Who's those? Yeah. He's like, he's like, who's I Bill like, Paxton? Yeah. Who was exactly, Bill Paxton? Exactly. We don't have those. Yeah, yeah, but it'd would, be yeah. but it'd be a cool challenge to 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 rewrite and remake Weird Science. Maybe we could still use the Oingo Boingo song because I love yeah, the hell not? that song. And just, oh, you know they want to update the damn. Thing we'll do it. Yeah, we'll put a trap beat to it. And <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what do you want? I've already told me. I've, I've told you my remake. I forgot. Who. But we Water forgot. World. Oh, Water World. Oh, that's right. Never mind. Right. Moving on. I, I want okay. to test everyone. Your, what is yours? You He's movie. like, and because you say Anthony Michael Hall, I would love to do the Breakfast Club. It's one oh. of my favorites. I'm yeah. You can't mess with the breakfast. Yes, you can. I yes, mean, you can. You, I mean, you can remake it. Yes, you can. Yeah, you, no, I, you I think that you can remake Sorry. it. Yes, you can. You can do it with like a different black cast or something. Yeah, with like a black cast. Be it'd be a multi. It'd be multi ethnic. But your boy was talking about doing Cali. that. But your boy was talking about doing that 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 that, that Latina version of Sixteen Candles. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah, you could do it. You could do it. Okay, okay. people, people, come on, Miss Miss Jasani. Who would you come do? Come on. I would remake I Am Number Four. Really? Oh, Great okay. movie. Yeah. Okay. Great I movie. Love, I, I love that movie. So much. But no one saw it. It's, yeah, no yeah. one. Good movie. They didn't good keep movie. going. And I was, I like, was pissed. I was yeah. pissed. I was like, y'all motherfuckers. Did you like yeah. the bad cast? title, though? Bad title. Did you like the cast? Well, it was based off the book. I know, but it's it a bad title. I. I, I like, like the, the cast. cast. I like the cast. Yeah, I did like the cast. Yeah, the, okay. yeah, I love. I hardly remember it. I don't remember. Like the kid, I saw it. I just like the the kid. the guy was in it was later in Magic Mike. Oh right, and yeah. and the that co- was his first. Wait, what was the yeah. premise again? He's, I don't remember. It was like, was it? like Mike yeah, no, no, I am number four. Magic Mike, male strippers. Um, I am number four. There, it's kind of a like superhero Superman mm-hmm. thing where mm-hmm. their planet was destroyed by this alien race, and so there was these special children who were supposed to be the warriors, but they got destroyed too early, so they're protecting them. They all separated and they all came to Earth. Um, and now this alien race is hunting each kid. There's only nine left. Oh, so number four is just the story yeah, following number four. Yeah. To, yeah, and every time someone's killed, like they feel it and they know that they're coming for them. Mm-hmm. Which is this crazy thing. That sounds like an interesting premise. Yeah, it's, it's a really, really good it's movie. Good. It's different. Mm, maybe it's, it's different. Movie. Okay. But it's you know, like your new superhero Superman movie you wanted to see. I forgot I haven't seen it yet. Bright oh, Burn. I saw it. Brightburn. Yeah, oh Bright God, Burn. yeah. Really go see, go see that. Okay. Really go good. see that shit. <laughs> that eye thing with the eye. Yeah, go see that. There's a scene where this woman gets glass in her eye. Elizabeth Banks got down in that. Is worth it. For that yes, scene alone. just that, yes. Huh? And with just him, for that scene. Oh, child, go see it. What did you say? You said yours? Okay, and what, what is your pick? Um, Stacy. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Really? Uh, who would you cast? Favorite. Who would you cast? That's one of my favorites. Uh, a girl. Oh, okay, why not? Yes. Mm. 
cute. That'd okay. be cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Hollywood, you got your work cut out for you. Like, if you're going to do a remake, it better be something. Because they remade that movie, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, recently with your girl uh, Anne Hathaway. Okay, there's one remake that I thought was hilarious and no one likes it. It's the one with um, Tom Hanks. Really? No. It was a, it's a, oh God, I should remember the name of it. It's there, they, they, they're, there's money in the old lady's house and they got to get it. So oh, he pretends to be a boy. The Lady Killers. The, the Lady, lady Killers, killers with Marlon. Um, okay. It flopped. <laughs> but let me tell you, that is one of the best Tom Hanks movies. He's great in it. He is so He's good in it. He's good in anything. He's the Meryl Streep. But the rest about? of that cast is so hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, because when it starts off with uh, A Tribe Called Quest, <laughs> any movie that starts off with A Tribe Called Quest, I'm Com- telling y'all, it's, it's one of my favorites. It's the Coen favorite. Brothers. Yeah, it's the Coen Brothers. It's, I think it's one of their best work that's so underrated. It's one of my favorites because I think it's hilarious. I think it's a perfect little film. That is the only acceptable remake for me hmm. right now where, where it's actually good but a remake where it didn't do as well anyway as the old one mm-hmm. but it's like the only acceptable one that I think still makes me laugh because it's so dumb but it has a special charm to it it's because of Tom Hanks but you know but, 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 but the original one is not the same type, it's not that same type of comedy it's more of it's, it's, it's a and British that's film why it works that's from, why it works that's yeah. why it works they twisted the, they twisted the, the humor yeah. yeah the humor really Upset. So anyway, can you believe I still have? I'm sitting here listening. To, I don't know what movie I would want to do. There's a lot of other because ones because I have too many. But I feel like something that might be catchy. That's why I picked Weird Science. It was one of those ones that it was such a great, successful movie. Mm-hmm. And because it's science related and stuff, I just think it'd be a fun one to try to bring back, update it, make it a little hipper. Hmm. I just realized that I want Zendaya to play in the Breakfast Club. She'd be great. You what? Zendaya in the breakfast. Oh, she could play. What's her name? Spart. Uh, Ringwald. Molly, Molly, Molly Ringwald. Yeah. <gasps> no. 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 She's cut. No. She. She can play she's that. She's kind of playing Ali Sheedy's kind of role. He was like, she can do the Ali Sheedy role. She'd be great. You know what? Either role, she could do it. She could even do the brooding. What's his name's role? The guy's role. Oh, she could. Who? Judd Nelson. Yeah, she could be. I can see Zendaya playing the Judd Nelson role. Have you seen her show Euphoria? Have you seen? I'm waiting. I haven't. If she if she puts out disclaimers every week and says, "Hey, it's heavy content. Mm-hmm. Please watch with discretion." She does it every week on Twitter. So I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch the first episode tonight." Wait, hmm. Euphoria. Yeah. Did you watch so it? So good. Is it good? So fucking crazy. And that that that's an endorsement that I want to go see then. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Making moves, <laughs> making moves inside. Well, on that note, that's what's up. Thank y'all. That was fun. Where you at? Kim. I am on IG at CreativeK2, the number two, and then I'm on Twitter at CreativeK. Mm-hmm. Where you at, Stacey Stace? On Twitter at Lavender House. Lavender House. All right. Josani Drew? Mm-hmm. We can hear you loud ass way back there. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter First, last name, J-E-S-A-N-I-D-R-E-W. Cool. Chris Derrick? Unauthorized CBD on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Lisa, Lisa, call Jan. Uh, what fresh hell is this on Twitter? And? 
What? Oh, Medusa. Oh, Medusa. It's going to be. You the, better go. Put it's going to be the Black Medusa. <laughs> you should do that right now while you. But I got to figure out what the undername. You know, the undername's like the Black Medusa. But I got to have a come up undername. That it might just be. How do you Negro Negrito Medusa Medusa Negrito. I don't even know you do an undername. There's like a tagline. There's a tagline that's part. Yeah, right, right. Y'all spend too much time. Yeah. Um, okay. Cute. <laughs> but it's gonna be all. It's gonna be all Medusa all that. the time. I got time. I'm trying to write scripts. <laughs> <laughs> I got It'll be Black Medusa doing film reviews. <laughs> Black Medusa doing cooking reviews. <laughs> You found his crap. Here it comes out. Attacks you, attacks you, attacks you. No. Yes, yes. Snakes, babe, snakes. Um, so anyway, thank you guys. We appreciate y'all listening to the show. Everybody all over the world listening. We appreciate y'all, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> let's say it with love. With love. <laughs> um, let me see. What else is going on? Oh, please go on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Whatever you guys listen to, give us a five-star review. We need that for the metrics. Um, please go on our what, Chris? Our Patreon page. There'll be a link in the top of the show notes, mm-hmm. and there'll be a, a special link just for the T-shirt. Absolutely. We also have a Facebook page. Um, y'all need to go get y'all T-shirts, by the way. Y'all in here lollygagging. Um, I know. Carl see. was the one who was saying, "Put you put it up front." Some other yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, let's see what else. What else? How much shit going on? You know what? I don't think Carl exists. <laughs> y'all keep, y'all keep, y'all keep this dude's name. Y'all keep mentioning this person's name. Oh my god! Y'all keep mentioning this person's name. I don't know. What did he call her yesterday? Siri. He was like, Siri, Siri don't exist. He's just the voice. voice. Y'all just keep saying this person's name. (laughs) Claim it came to thing. I'm like, y'all just saying that, just trying to make me feel jealous. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Anyway, uh, y'all know how we do it on the rant room. (laughs) Everybody, Jonah and me for Wakanda forever. Uh, on the show, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, everybody? We're kind of forever. Peace, y'all. Ciao. I'ma say what I feel. And I promise to keep it real. Welcome to the Red Room. Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind and the business got me stressed in the rent room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know the street nerds got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Red Room.